Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Never Growing Up podcast, a Disney Parks podcast for adults. We are going to be continuing the rest of my trip report, uh, talking about some of the fun and interesting things that are happening at the parks right now. And also, there may there's something that's coming up along this week. You may have heard of it. You might have not if you're living in Iraq, but it's something called Disney+. Plus. Yes, we are recording this episode on Disney Plus Eve. That's right. It's going to be live on November 12th. Today's November 11th while we're recording this. We're so excited to talk about that launch. Stay tuned. <laughs> Oh my god, guys! You have no idea how many times I just had to record the intro, and that's the first time that's ever happened to me. And usually, it's me that butchers it. I'm sitting here like the struggle of my living life. Like I've just had a really rough day. I was telling Brady I was having some issues. If you've seen my story, you understand what I'm going through. Hi, I'm Annie at WTW Collective. (laughs) Hi, guys. I'm Brady (laughs) at Brady Cam, and today we are gonna. Try and hold ourselves together for at least an hour. (laughs) So, and we know this episode is coming to you late. I was out of town for a wedding this weekend. But what's cool, the day we're recording this on Disney Plus Eve. Disney Plus Eve. How? I gotta go to work tomorrow. Like, I think I'm gonna have to. Oh, that's good. Disney Plus (laughs) is here. Maybe that's the title. Um, yeah, like you, because you, uh, so, oh, oh, we're also recording this on Veterans Day, guys. Um, And so thank you for your service, Brady. We so appreciate everything you do for this country. Yeah, thank you for uh, for all of your support. And honestly, like, I've gotten so many messages from people on Instagram, just like out of the blue, like, or I guess not really out of the blue, but just messaging me like, uh, thank you for your service. And I'm like, you guys don't have to go all the way out of the way to do that. (laughs) It's important. You are doing something that many of us don't do. Like, like Matt, Matt's finished with his service. So I feel like he's a veteran. I feel like yeah. since I'm still in, I'm not a veteran yet. True. True. I get that. Like, it, 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 I, that's just me. Like, I, obviously I am, but like, I just feel like since I haven't completed my service, I, I'm still in, I don't know. I don't know how yeah. it all works. I hear you. But still, we, we st- regardless of where you are, if you were active, if you were retired, thank you for your service, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's the number one priority today. But the second day that this is, is Disney Plus Eve. <laughs> Disney Plus Eve. Disney, Disney Plus Eve. <laughs> that is so funny. So it's it's starting tomorrow. Is there like an actual time that it like goes live? I don't know, but I'm sick for work tomorrow. So I'm going to have mm-hmm. to stay home and find out. <laughs> yeah, because you were you were obviously off today. Um, because obviously every government buildings, a lot of people did have off today. I did not mm-hmm. have off today. Um, but that would have been like I don't know why they wouldn't have. Oh, maybe you know why? Here's why I think if they would have launched it today, I think their servers would have broke. Not that I don't think their servers are gonna like they're gonna have some issues tomorrow. I'm sure they're gonna have issues tomorrow. Oh yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. Yeah, that makes, so it makes sense. That does make me nervous. I'm working from home tomorrow, and I think my schedule is not that crazy. So, bitch, better. So you're gonna have Lizzie McGuire in the background. 
you know what? I'm not into that. Cause like it wasn't, and we've talked about this before guys, right. for those of you who are new to the show, I'm a little bit older. Than, actually, am I, how many years older than six years older than you? Yeah. I'm 36. You're 30. Mm-hmm. So I, so it, it technically that's generation, gener, generationally different. So I didn't grow up with like the Lizzie McGuire. That's so Raven, like that whole gamut like i was in college when high school musical came out yes. so it's not as meaningful to me you were watching disney back when the original mickey mouse club was on. yes oh my god ancient. so that's what i'm that, i'm so ancient <laughs> that's what i'm hoping for like i'm hoping for like some old stuff like i that would be super if the mmc was on i would be so thrilled um and just some like old stuff like gummy bears Oh yeah, we can sing. I should teach children to sing. <laughs> I should teach children. To- <laughs> I should teach children to sing. Um, I'm hoping for that. I would I, like in my heart of hearts, like I would love to find some like real old ass stuff. So when I was at, and we'll talk about this. You know, when we go through my, we're still continuing my trip report. But um, when I was in Hollywood Studios a couple weeks ago, uh, they had a whole row of like vintagey and it's also you can also find it in disney springs in the i think it's called d is it d style the hell is that store called it's on the west side and it's like all like the uh oh my disney stuff like you know what i mean like the real like cool fashiony stuff but um it was like all this like made in the 80s made in the 90s they had mouser size tanks which i live and die for i found it on youtube the other day i was showing it to someone they were like i can't believe this was on tv (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was 1983 i was born in 83 and um they like mmc obviously like i lived and died for the mickey mouse club the 80s 90s version i mean look at the look at the star power that came from that show right i mean justin timberlake christina aguilera ryan gosling like Carrie queen, Russell, britney spears like, queen, yeah britney spears i mean like everyone came from that show so it's that would be so killer but I, I don't know. Everyone's like, what are you going to, what do you think you're going to watch first? Probably something that I own on DVD, like Coco <laughs> or Zootopia. You should watch Zootopia. Oh, that would make a lot of sense for you to watch Zootopia straight out. Uh, I, I mean, I have it on DVD and everything, and I have it on digital download on iTunes and stuff. Um, but that's just me. Like, I have Hulu and Netflix and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. everything I could watch, I choose to watch Bob's Burgers over and over I and over too. again i watch so, you know what i'm really I watch excited to watch time. the same three disney movies over and over again when it that's the truth tomorrow. that's probably what's gonna happen because you know what because i need something else to fall asleep to and please like the the you know what i want you know what i put on to go to sleep to this is a really strange thing but i watch either there's three shows that i put summer. on no <laughs> no there's three shows that i watched oh is it three three or four that i watched to put myself to sleep one of them is Superstore. Also, shout out to Glam and Fandom. Absolutely love yeah, them. Hi. Absolutely love them. Hi, guys. Um, I, so, for I think I told her this too. I said, like, I'd watch Superstore to go to bed because <laughs> it's so cool. I love that show. It's such a like a happy, like, like fun show, and like it's just such, the comedy's hilarious. The cast is amazing. Obviously, you know we we love we love our executive producer there too. So, uh, I love that show. And I go to sleep to. So I go. <laughs> it's just a very comforting show. It's true. That's what we watched um, at the at the hotel when, when we. That's right. We did watch Superstore. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Um, I also watched Letterkenny and Miranda, which just celebrated their ten year anniversary. And what's the other show? I watched? Oh, Seinfeld. 
<laughs> so those are the, like the four shows I watch. I need something else. And it'd be so great to like put some kind of Disney. I do go to sleep to Disney Junior a lot. I find it very comforting because I have to fall asleep with the TV on, as you as you well know, Brady. Mm-hmm. She does, but it, it but she doesn't have it on like obnoxiously loud. So that's I good. I try. <laughs> it's so considerate. It's considerate. Um, yeah, I don't know what I'm excited. You know what? Oh, so one thing I am hoping that it's going to be on here as I pour myself some more soju. Um, the one thing I do hope that's going to be on there is the new Lion King movie because it is available to rent or to buy on Amazon. And normally on, on Amazon Prime because now I've been moving all of my movies, like physical DVDs and Blu-rays, just to have everything on Amazon. But I'm hoping that uh, that will be on there too because I've refrained from watching it because I was like, I'm not buying another Disney movie. It's I'd just imagine all it be on Disney should Plus. be. It should be. I'll be annoyed if it's not on there right away, and then I have to actually go and rent it because I just don't want to wait anymore to watch it. Have you seen it yet? I have not. Lion King. Yeah, I've just heard so much mixed stuff about it, but like I'm into it. Like I'll, I want to hear Beyonce sing. Get it, Beyonce. I can feel your love tonight. I, feel- <laughs> I love it, but I'm 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 so excited. I'm just hoping that the servers Ooh, got don't me crash. looking so crazy right now in mm. love. Like even I guess tomorrow, and this is what my mother tells me that that's I I thought they already started the bundle, but maybe I'm crazy. But I guess my my mother says that the bundle starts tomorrow to get the special pricing for Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. Is that true? I don't know. Um, I don't <laughs> need ESPN Plus. So neither, I mean, neither do I. I'm my I'd husband probably might, still but... save money with just buying Hulu and Disney Plus separately. Plus, Matt already so. paid for the year subscription. Yeah, so. yeah, I did the three year, the D twenty three thing. So I'm locked in for three years. Yeah, I'm not with that special pricing. Yeah, so we're excited. Um, my phone's updating right now, so I can't look at the uh, list that I sent. <laughs> Guys, I've been having some phone issues today that also inc- included my car. It's been a whole thing, which is it's why it's been a thing. Me- it's been a thing, and it took me like five times to like try and do the intro today. And I usually don't struggle with that, so I'm very disappointed. Well, since I'm hungry, let's talk about Morimoto's. Oh, bless. Thank you. I couldn't remember what was first. Okay, guys. So we, um, when uh, at Disneyland for one, uh, and I uh, went to Disney together. We had set aside a day. And this is something that Brady and I differ on. I like to set aside a day to just lay at the pool and go to dinner after, like, a very chill day. I do not do all of it. If you're new to the show, <laughs> when we disagree on our, our, our paths, we hear that noise. Uh- <laughs> it's so funny. Um so, yeah, so we had planned um, – so listen to the first part of this this trip report. It's on la- – or actually like more than a week ago, um, episode 41, uh, the first part of this. But where we left off was the next following day we were, you know, going to just hang out at the pool. However, the hum- uh, Mother Nature had a different uh, story to tell. And mm-hmm. uh, it decided to drop like this little tropical storm on us, tropical storm nester that like literally just blew through in one day. Not even like in one day. It blew in overnight and went like, in over the a day. couple hours. Yeah, over a couple hours. It was kind of weird. Um, so that like sheets of rain were coming down. 
that's for, Florida for you. I, yeah. I mean, honestly, that's like a normal Florida thunderstorm as it is. But so it kind of cramped our idea of spending like the entire day at the pool. So we're like, oh, God, what are we going to do? So we decided to go to um, Disney Springs because what does one do when it rains? You go to Disney Springs and um just check out some stuff i was like well why don't we go get like a why don't we go do brunch we had plans for california uh grill later that night uh brianne at disneyland for one had never been to california grill so i was very excited to take her there and we had a great reservation it was at 7 30 so we had like plenty of time for like fireworks and whatever but yeah we went to morimoto's and decided to eat our faces off like, I, I don't know what happens. Like, I, Morimoto's is um, probably, like, my second or third favorite restaurant on Disney property. It's so good. Ooh, and the menu. Oh, you haven't? Oh, we got to go. It's so good. It's I mean, it's 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 mainly, um, it's all kinds of Asian. So it's, like, Chinese, Japanese, Korean, like, all kinds of Asian influence. So it's, like, an Asian fusion restaurant. Their sushi is some of the best sushi I've ever had, um, you know, anywhere. Um, my personal favorite thing to get there is the bibimbap, which is uh, bop, I should mm. say. Yeah, it's a Korean dish. It's got like a rice dish that they that's in a stone bowl that they cook in the bowl. So like the sides of the bowl are like extremely hot and they cook everything on the sides and they mix it all together. It is unbelievable. They're extremely well known for their peak, for their duck, the Peking duck and for their Korean style short ribs. Uh, all I mean, you really cannot go wrong. And what I wanted was a dim sum brunch. They used to do a dim sum brunch on the weekends back in the day. They don't anymore. I think it just wasn't a thing. Um, do you think they brightened it up some? The di- <laughs> dude, you coming? You're coming in hot today. You coming in with the friggin' jokes? I love it. With the fire. <laughs> I love dim sum. I miss dim sum from when I used to work in New York City. So I was like, let's just go get some dim sum. We ended up getting more than dim sum. We got dim sum. We got well, you dim sum, you lose some. I know, exactly. We got some uh, – the dim sum there is fantastic, so I highly recommend it. Um, their sushi, again, phenomenal. Um, and also I got the ramen, the duck ramen, mm. which is – they use, like, the bones and, like, the leftover duck, like, skin from the, the Peking duck, and they make their ramen broth that way. Oh, it is amazing. I'm trying to remember what Brian got, and I can't remember now. Damn it. But it was also very good. But the one thing I did ask for, because obviously if you listen to the show for a while, I'm on this like Korean kick. So <laughs> I was like, oh, I wonder if they have soju because it's not on the menu. Like Morimoto makes his own sake. You can get – like Morimoto has his own sake. You can get that. I think they have some other brands. So that's the majority of the menu, right, is like sake. And then they have wines and whatever. So I just asked our waitress, I was like, oh, by any chance, I know it's not on the menu, but do you have any soju? She's like, oh, she's like, that's Morimoto's, Chef Morimoto's, they always say Chef Morimoto, Chef Morimoto's favorite drink. He makes his own soju, like it's off the menu, but we could definitely get it for you. And I was like, okay. So I looked so, I felt like so cool because it was off menu and I was ordering. So if, if you like soju... Morimoto makes his own, and in my opinion, it's better than Jinro Soju, which is, like, the most common kind of soju you can find. Soju is actually pretty cheap to find, or, or it's pretty cheap. It's, like, you know, for a bottle, it's, like, six bucks, and it's, like, 17% alcohol. So, you know, it's it gets you drunk pretty cheaply, and it's, like, good. Um, so that's my recommendation. But I, I love going to Morimoto's. It's, again, one of my second or third favorite restaurants on property. It's hard to get a reservation, I think, sometimes. We were lucky I think because the weather was so crap, people didn't like – I think people were snapping up reservations really quickly. 
Um, but if you haven't been to Morimoto's, definitely go there, make your own brunch, do a dim sum brunch. That's what we did. Um, but I love going there for dinner. I would literally go to Morimoto's like every visit. I love it that much. It's mm. so good. So Def hit that up. But um, hit it up. what else did we do? And oh, so like the weather did start to subside while we were in Disney Springs. So we, of course, you know, we did some additional shopping. Like I hit up the Sephora Disney Springs. I also follow, you can follow them on Instagram and they're a great follow. Um, I was running out of my cleanse, my, my water blaze cleanser because I do do the Korean 10 step skincare. So I was running out of my water based cleanser and I had to go get a travel size that so went there. And then I can't go to Sephora without like spending a shit ton of money. So, <laughs> and they also have a stance store, which is awesome. I love stance socks. It's mainly what my husband and I wear. So I, we were shopping there, walked into world of Disney, wanted to die, walked out. I can't handle that store, dude. I can't. It's too busy. It's unnatural. It's too busy, but like, I don't like that they got rid of all the whimsical fun stuff. Same. I've never, I've, I have not been a fan of World Disney since, well, I generally have not been a fan of World Disney. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with what we're talking about, World Disney is like the biggest Disney store, I think, like, in one of the biggest stores in the world, but it's. Let's just call it in like. Ever. It's forever. It's the biggest. It's just everything Disney. Um, and they recently remodeled both the one here and the one in downtown Disney in Anaheim. And they made it more like industrial looking. And I know we talked about this like back in the day when they remodeled them. But every time I go in there, I'm just like, Ugh, I don't like the layout. It's such a shit show. Every time you walk in, like, honestly, I cannot recommend going in there like they're all the stuff that you see at World of Disney is in multiple different gift stores throughout the entire Walt Disney World Resort. Like, don't wait there are, to go there. There are some things that are there that are harder to find. Yeah. In other, like a lot of the, the lounge fly bags. That's true. Sometimes I can find different ears there that I've been looking for in the parks and I can't find, but I, for some reason, happen to find them at World of Disney. That well, it's because you know, World of Disney. I think they take, like you said, literally everything that's in all the parks and then they put it there. So, like, if you're not if you don't have time to go to all four parks and look throughout all the, the stores, you can hit up a one stop shop, like yeah, a literal one stop shop. Yeah, if, you, if you're cool with those at crowds, the cost cool. of your sanity, like, yeah, dude, it's nuts. And everyone, it's like, you know, how like when you go into an airport and Everyone just loses their entire, like, realm of humanity. Like, there's no etiquette. There's no manners. There's, like, nothing. It's like going into the Emporium as, like, right after the fireworks are over. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, on, like, a bigger scale. And it's like that all the time. It's not like the Emporium, it, like, ebbs and flows. So the Emporium in the Magic Kingdom, it ebbs and flows, right? So, like, there are moments where there's some, like, really crazy times, the craziest time of which Brady just said is right after the fireworks because everyone like dashes through there because they think for some damn reason that, oh, we can go shopping for a little while and then like walk out and it's not going to be as busy. Well, everyone else has that idea, Susan. So <laughs> like, it's, it's dashing idea. through the store. <laughs> oh, it's awful. So like we walked in there and walked out. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I said, I was at a point where I was just, I was kind of drunk because I, that was the first time I ever had soju. So I didn't know how it was going to affect me. And so I had like two and I was like feeling it. And I was like, I, I am drunk enough where I was like, I'm not ready to deal with this kind of level of crowds. I, I 
I can't deal with it generally, but it was just, it was the most. We were doing the most. Not in a good way. Just the most. Yeah. So, um, and then we went through, oh, another thing is to avoid the Christmas store at all costs if you go anytime in the fall, because again, that's another shit show. <laughs> like, uh, so uh, what is it? 12, or is it, what do they call it? What is the name of the, the Days of Christmas, I think it's called. But it's a Christmas, mainly a Christmas ornament store. And of course, you know, everybody needs to get their they the ornament. So there's, yeah, there's the yield Christmas shop oh, that's I, the Magic Kingdom, but then there's one in Disney Springs. Oh, I only ever go to the one in the Magic Kingdom. And that's very busy as it is. But yeah, this, this was a, it's a bigger one. It's in Disney Springs. It's on the Marketplace side. It's like across from, I don't know if you know where the Art of Disney is. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, yeah, it's right in there and it's, it's always a mess. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So we had to go in there. By the goofy candy mm-hmm. store or something yeah, that's like that. Yeah, ex- that's exactly right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So by this time, the weather was actually clearing up. It was getting sunny. So we were like, okay, like our reservation is not until 730. Like, and we still wanted to go to Enchanted Rose. So that's the new lounge in uh, Grand Floridian based off of Beauty and the Beast. Um, so we were like, we still have time. Like, why don't we go and try to go to the pool for a little bit and then, um, go, go head over to get ready and go head over to Grand Floridian. So we did that. It was windy as all get out. Like chairs were being blown around. Like it was a mess, but that pool is so nice. If you guys haven't had a chance to, I think it's in my resorts highlights on my WDW collective page. Um, for those of you who are just listening for the first time, I stayed at the Waldorf Astoria, Orlando, which is in the Bonnet Creek region. So it's a good neighbor hotel. Um, super, super, super nice, beautiful pool. The service is really good. Um, I think actually better than the Disney resorts in terms of pool service. Um, and then there's no, there's no children's games, which is half the battle. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is half the battle hi everybody you want to play disney trivia i'm like god no <laughs> sure don't. i sure don't although i do know all the answers <laughs> <laughs> sure i want to school some eight-year-old i kids. know right like they'll like they'll be they'll actually ask some really hard questions to the kids and like <laughs> like i'm like that ain't fair and then i'll yell the answer and then they get me like a Oh, I forgot my phone's updated now. I forgot to mention we got the Dole. We stopped after we had brunch at Morimoto's. We stopped because Brianna had not had a Dole Whip uh, Frascato yet. Oh, they're so good. Listen, they were not good. I could literally drink. They were what? flat. They were not very good. My phone is ringing. Nick, you know I'm recording right now. Dummy. <laughs> I cannot believe you guys didn't get yeah, good ones. Yeah, we actually even went because then I was like, well, maybe it's because because I, I, I get I've had the the Dole Frascata before when they first started doing brunch at Wine Bar George in Disney Springs, mm-hmm. and it was what's up, Wine Bar George? Right? I love them, and like I don't know if they just had like a batch that was like semi melted. We even went back and said maybe it's because we didn't get the prosecco in it. We had them at the prosecco. It was still not good. It was like flat and not good, mm-hmm. and I was disappointed. I was. Oh my god! When we went back in August, I had like three. I know they're, they're so, good. so good. So I'm hoping that was just a freak thing. I am not saying to not get them. I'm just saying it was a bad experience. Whatever. Here we are. Whatever. So let's talk about Enchanted Rose. I'm yeah, so, I'm excited, so, guys. This was this is the one thing I was really out of everything I was looking forward to mo- this the most. 
um, on our trip. And for those of you uh, who are unfamiliar, Enchanted Rose Lounge is a new lounge that took the place of the Misner's Lounge, um, which is on the second floor of the Grand Floridian. So Misner's Lounge is like just like a small little lounge. You could go and have a drink. A lot of people didn't know this, but you could actually get the full menu of Citricos in there if you wanted. Um, I know. That was actually really nice. But now we did a whole breakdown um, of Enchanted Rose, the drinks, the menu offerings in what – I don't know what episode that was. Maybe 39? 39 or 40 we did the breakdown. Like a full like – I think it was Yeah, so if you're interested in hearing about like our opinions on the drinks – um, and the, uh, food offerings there. And that, that's one thing I do want to go back to is be able to go there and like have appetizers, but we knew we were going to California grill. So we didn't want to like waste our appetite. Mm-hmm. So we went in there, of course it's it, it, at that point, it only been open for about a week. We went in, it, of course it was like extremely busy. We were able to find some seats on the library side. So the library, so if you go in, there's the big Enchanted Rose circular sign, and there's two entrances. There's one to the right. You go towards the right. That's, like, the main bar area that has, like, the bell, gown, chandelier. And if you go even further to the right, that goes to the Enchanted Garden area of the bar. If you go to the left entrance, then that goes into the, the Beast Library, quote-unquote. And that's where we ended up sitting. Here's the deal. First of all, it is so beautifully decorated I mean, it's stunning. Like, it's absolutely beautiful. But, and I know this is probably going to, like, get people a little bit riled up. There were a lot of families in there, like, big families with a lot of really little kids that were screaming and running around, crawling on the floor. Like, people were, like, trying not to trip on them. And oh, I was geez. like, look, I get it. I know this is a family place. Like, I'm not, like, I know everyone gives us shit about it's a bar. It's, it's a not bar. a family yeah. place. This is a lounge. This isn't a <laughs> restaurant. Pick your kids up off the floor. I know you're trying to enjoy a drink too. Like I'm not saying you shouldn't enjoy a drink, but I'm saying like, like this was it was extremely disruptive. And I'm like, these kids are just crawling. And they're just like letting them crawl over the floor. And like the wait staff is like trying to crawl over these kids. Like it was crazy the amount of children in there. And it was just a couple of like really big families, which you could tell like they just wanted to come in and experience it. And that's cool. Like I get what you're at. But like also I'm coming in here because it's a lounge. I'm an adult and I want to have a drink. Not like I have to behave myself around your children. <laughs> it was very disappointing. Like that really kind of disappointed me. The all, the other thing too yeah. is they, um, we talked about this on the previous episode. Um, they have table side cocktails. They weren't doing them that night. And I don't know if it was just because it was a Saturday and it was, like, really, really busy or they were understaffed or I don't know what. But I was kind of hoping to have one of those and they didn't have it. I was bummed. Oh. That's okay. I had the seasonal old-fashioned, which was very good. Um, Brienne had the margarita, which was also very good. So the drinks are fantastic. I mean, like, I highly recommend, like, any adult. <laughs> I mean, if you want to bring your family in and your kids are not going to crawl on the floor, then great. Um, but the – I mean, the detail of the lounge is just st- – Stunning. I mean, I took a lot of detail pictures for like B-roll to have like as I could post like over time. But it's just absolutely beautiful. I think Disney outdid their, themselves in that location. I know some people were weird about it. Yeah, the, the photos that you posted are just absolutely Yeah, it's, it's really beautiful. The thing that bummed me out though is that – so those of you who are familiar with like kind of the Grand Floridian layout, like that's where the band used to play. 
like right in front there. So because now there's seating kind of almost like quote unquote patio seating, like in front, like looking over the um, ledge into the lobby of the grand Floridian, they had to move the, move the band. So that the brass band that you always played in um, grand Floridian. So now it's downstairs, which I think might be, I think I wasn't there for when they were playing. They weren't playing when I was there, but I would think that'd be like super loud for people in the lobby because we, because before oh, yeah. it was up like it was up two floors so like that sound could come down but i'm thinking like dude like could you imagine if this band's playing and like you're trying to check in like i would be very annoyed by that so i don't know what that's going to be like or i've if you've been you know you listeners have been to grand floridian and you've heard them being on the floor and it's not a big deal great i hope it's not because i would never want them to get rid of the band i would just i'm just worried that's going to be too loud but Highly, highly recommend going to Chan Rose. It's so cool. It's so beautiful. It looks absolutely yeah, it's beautiful. beautiful. The food, and be. we talked about the food on a previous episode. The food looks phenomenal too. I saw some people order it. It looks really great. Um, I definitely want to go back and um, be able to get one of those apps. Or I mean, you could probably just have lunch there. Mm-hmm. It looked very good. So a lunch, a lunch of apps. Oh, dude, a bunch of small plates is where it's at, yo where it's at yo isn't that called like toppers or something crazy yeah all right so what we got next on our list ah okay so i wrote on my (laughs) i wrote this on my list and so here i just am coming off snooty mcsnoot town here but like here's my issue there are signs and it says on the disney website if you're going to a disney signature restaurant that there's a particular dress code. And I'm not talking about Victorian Alberts. Victorian Alberts, you have to wear a jacket and that's its whole thing. I'm talking about if you're going to a nice restaurant, please don't walk in like you just came from the park. Please don't walk in like you just came in from God knows where. Like you're just rolling up like in leggings and shit. I'm like, it is, get, granted, I am not saying you need to spend money. I walked in there. I was wearing a dress from Old Navy. That dress was like 15 bucks. It's a very nice little black shift dress. I love that dress. Twenty or fifteen dollars. I'm not saying you need to spend money. I'm saying show respect to the level of dining that you're coming into, and like not be there in like shorts and a tank top. And so I'm like very con- confused by that because I'm like, why does Disney have those signs? Like literally, as you check in for California Grill. So if you're not familiar, when you check in with California Grill, you check in um, on the like the second level of the Contemporary, and then you take the elevator up. But there's a sign very clearly that states, like, this is what our dress code is. But they don't enforce it. I'm like, what's the point of that? It pissed me off so bad. (laughs) I don't know. I'm trying to think of if I've been to a signature dining. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. Just one. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I'm not – like, and I'm going to say you can't go in shorts. Like, go in shorts and a nice polo. Like, why you, why you had a look? Like, this is why America's, like, ridiculous. Because, like, why are we so casual? Like, you couldn't just throw on a sundress and be there. You had to be there in, like, a tank top and wear jeans. And it specifically says, like, you can't wear that. So, like, Disney doesn't even force it. So, like, what's the point? Why do you have a dress code? Shit makes me crazy. <laughs> He's so mad. I was like, I took time out of my day to look nice to come here for y'all in an old Navy dress. All right? And anyway, wearing something fancy. <laughs> It makes me so mad. Like, why do people got to be like I mean, on one hand, I get it. Like, depending on what time your reservation is, like, yeah, they spend a lot of money and maybe they don't get to go as often as we do. So, you know, like, they don't want to spend 
to go to the park and then leave for, you know, for two hours to get ready to go to this, this dining experience that they do yeah. want to try, you know, but at the same time, like maybe pack a shirt with buttons. <laughs> right. Like you, I'm not asking you like to come in and do like the whole like full beat of face. I'm just saying like, maybe not come in like your park clothes. Cause it's a nice dining establishment. That shit bothers me. Please don't come in smelling like yeah, the like that's a, like all messy. <laughs> like I don't know. I I I. In my opinion, I think it's like a respect thing. Like I feel like it's disrespectful to come in like that. Because like you can look nice at any budget. This has nothing to do with money. Like like I said, I was wearing a twelve dollar dress. I yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying. I think it's more of a, yeah. a time thing, you know. And like because you know they may not. As much as it's written down everywhere, they may not have expected to have to look nice. You know, like like I said, people just want to go to the parks, go to their meal, and so go then back don't to the have parks. a dress code. Then, like that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like if you're not going to enforce it, and I totally understand what you're saying. Like if you're, <laughs> I can't imagine doing that. Like having a crazy busy day, but I guess you do that in Epcot, because like in Epcot, there's very nice. I mean very nice restaurants in Epcot, but you go in there in your park clothes because you're in the park and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But like, then don't enforce a dress code. Like, don't make it a thing. I get mad when you break the rules. (laughs) It's like people who go to Disney parks in full, they're not bounding. For those of you who don't know, bounding is when you dress in an outfit inspired by a character because technically the rules Disney's rules are that if you're an adult, you cannot go in dressed as a character because it's confusing for children. So there's a lot of influencers who go out there dressed in full character garb and like they get all like pissy when security gets in their face. It's like, dude, it's in the rules. Like, I don't. Yeah. Like, why is it hard? Selfie stick. Oh, selfie stick. Every time I see a selfie stick, make it past security. I just oh, want to throw them away, so like rip, snatch them out of people's hands and just like. Although I was very embarrassed, I'm very embarrassed to say I did bring one to Europe because, <laughs> because like, well, there, there isn't, isn't a rule in Europe, Europe against them. So back, it's back to the whole, like following the rules thing. That's what I, I agree. Like I get irritated too when people don't follow the rules. Yeah, I'm following, I'm following the, rules. the rules. Like I, I, I am sacrificing a good full body selfie for, for no right. selfie stick. Not that I think I'd even really want one. Just the time it would take to, like, put your phone on there. Well, not even the selfie thing. Just to take a nice picture. If it's just you and your husband, like, you just want to take a nice picture together and not have to ask someone to take your picture. You know what I mean? Like, I get get selfie sticks. I understand their purpose. That's why we had one in Europe. Because, obviously, I'm not going to go ask someone, a random person. But, like, Disney, you feel somewhat safe. Fuck them up. But, sorry, guys. I'm so bitchy today. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what's the next topic <laughs> uh, what's next on the list oh so the next day closed. we had a very lovely morning because we weren't going to go we were just doing a full day of Epcot food and wine um, because we did a little bit of it um, on our first day but we went through that We uh, go back to episode 41 we did three parks in one day it was a choice um, and we did uh, a couple of hours at food and wine there because we wanted to kick some of this stuff out because it is ex- my biggest tip to everyone here is please do not do food. If you can, if you can avoid it, I understand everyone's schedules and money. If you can avoid it, please do not do food and wine in one day. It's 
terrible idea. You'll get, you won't be able to try everything you want. And, you know, you'll be full, full and miserable. Like, you know what I mean? Like you don't, it's, it's just not pleasant. I highly, if you. Matt and I, regardless if it's food and wine or not, like when we first drive in, we'll like relax, relax at the hotel for a second, take a shower, you know, get, get the travel. Right. And then we usually, we'll just like dip into Epcot, grab dinner, like grab some drinks. We usually do Epcot at least yeah, three times in to. a trip you just can. because we enjoy drinking. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's hard to, especially as adults, it's it's hard to be able to try everything. And it's worth it because the experience is so wonderful. And I think you and Matt are doing the right, like that's the best way to do it is to just kind of dip in for dinner if you can. Um, and then kind of come back and like either do a full day or do another full day or whatever you can. So that's what we decided to do. So we actually did um, the uh, the uh, Waterford Story had a, has a lovely little breakfast nook. He has a pastry. He's got some coffee. Got a nice espresso. Um, that's what we did. So we took that and brought it out to the pool and hung out there for a while. And because I'm a Hel- because I was a Helton Honors member. Um, they gave me like drink vouchers. So we were able to get like free champagne. It was like fantastic. So we did that for a couple hours and then decided to go over to Epcot. Um, mind you, this was the day after Tropical Storm Nestor came in. So it was 90 to 95 degrees with very little humidity, but the heat index was 97. It was obscenely hot when we were there. And that kind of ruined our day because it was so hot that you couldn't enjoy the food and drinks because it was making you sick. It was that hot. I was pissed. I was hotter at this thing than I was when we were there in August, and I don't know why. Isn't that weird? Because it was hot as shit when we were in August. It was really hot. I mean, yeah, I get it. You know, it's just probably just like the, the distance Maybe. of the Yeah, and plus and like Maybe. I don't know. mercury might have been retrograde. Yeah, it is. And I, actually, that's a, I'm glad you said that. That's a really good point because – since I live in Ohio, it's been a little cooler and I haven't been exposed to the heat for a couple, like a month or two. So probably coming into that kind of heat was like very oppressive. So you're probably right. That's probably what it was. Mm-hmm. You meteorologist, you. Oh, I took a meteorology oh, class once. So did you, um, I didn't realize this is a thing. So this is my first year as a pass holder. And I knew like I got a pass holder magnet when I, you know, got my welcome packet or whatever. Um, but I didn't know this was a thing or I didn't know it was this big of a deal that there's like special uh, pass holder goodies that you can get like magnets and cutting boards and stuff like that. But there's a separate yeah. line for that. And I thought you could just like get them anywhere. No, it's like, so when we were there, the line to get the annual pass holder magnets. So when I was there is the Remy magnet um, for food and wine was wrapped around the character spot building. It looked like the line was about 45 minutes long. And I was like, no, this is a magnet. Yikes. Yeah, that must have been like the first day it dropped or something. I don't know. Because like usually when you go, it's inside the uh, uh, the building like the next spot. to where Ellen's yep. ride mm-hmm. used to be. Well, that's not there anymore. So uh, Food and Wine's only open now for a few more weeks. But um, the – they don't have the festival center anymore because of all the construction. So, uh, so different things that were part of the festival center are like spread out through the park, which is annoying. Um, 
so yeah, so normally you would have gone there. Well, now it's like in the in the old character spot location. And both days that we went to Epcot, the line was like wrapped around the building and was barely moving. And I was like, I'm pissed because I really wanted to get that. It was like first, it's my first year as a pass holder. And I was like, I'm not waiting 45 minutes for a magnet. Like, come on. Then you didn't want it bad enough. Because then like, who was there recently that got their magnet? Someone that, you know, is part of our groups. Uh, Joe? Joe? No. Joe, Joe Mama? Joe Mama. <laughs> Someone went, and I was like, oh my God, like, how'd you get it? Like, like, was it really quick? They were like, yeah, the line, there's like no line. We went in really quick. I was like, what was going on? They're like, er, buddy. Maybe it was like some of the first days. Cause there was two, there's two food and wine magnets. There was a mini one, which is obviously the one I would have rather had. And then there was the Remy magnet, which was going on when we were there. But maybe it was one of the first days, I'm assuming. Because it was a disaster. And I was like, that's crazy. You can't have this big of a line. Like, why can't I get it in other locations? I feel like I'm bitching a lot today. <laughs> it happens. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I just had a day. <laughs> but that bummed me out. And I was like, can someone go get me a magnet? <laughs> I just, Somebody get me a magnet. I just don't like if you're If you're a fan of the show, first off, thank you so much. We appreciate you. But also... You know, Annie, don't wait no lines. So I don't wait. I'm not waiting in a line for a magnet. I just thought that was crazy. She doesn't even wait in line for flight of passage. She's not going to wait in line for a That's magnet. That's the living truth. And I was even willing to wait in this in the in the ride, uh, line for Smuggler's Run at Galaxy's Edge because it was only 60 minutes, but we had reservations elsewhere. Otherwise, I would have actually waited for that. That's saying something for me. <laughs> it really, guys. She waits for no one. I wait for no one. But it, and, and again, the line was outside. And I was like, I'm not waiting in this heat. Like, I was so miserable. Like, we were trying to find air conditioning, like, anywhere we possibly could. Like, and a lot of the movies are closed because of all the renovations. So, like, the, the, uh, like, I was like, oh, let's just go watch, like, all of those little movies in the countries. And we'll have, like, 15 minutes of sweet air conditioning. Well, most of them are closed, guys, if you didn't know. <laughs> so, like, the O Canada is repl- – is, I knew that one was down, but they replaced it by this, like, apple cider tasting or, like, hard cider tasting. Um, but I was just – it was – I was so hot I didn't even want to drink anymore. That's how hot I was. I don't know what was going on. Annie was having, like, menopause or God knows what, but I was just not here for the heat. And so – and then we went over – and I was like, oh, let's go over to France – because they have the appre- that impressions impressions to France, we can go watch that movie and sit in the air conditioning. That's closed because they're putting the Remy the new Remy ride in. Finally, I was like, I need a frozen beverage, and I don't normally drink frozen beverages, like the like frozen fruity drinks. I was like, let's go get, go to uh, one of the kiosks in the France Pavilion. They have those slushies. The Citron. Mm. So yeah, so Brienne got the Citron. I got the Grey Goose or the Grand Marnier one. With extra shots of liquor. We both got extra shots. That cured us. Let me tell you, we had that cold drink and we felt so much better. <laughs> so, Well, yeah, it cooled down your like internal yes, temperature. thank God. Because like then like I was on a mission for the rest of the day to find all the frozen drinks. So we went to um, – then like we went to the Brazil booth, which had a frozen Caprina, which was phenomenal. Drank that. Like I kept trying to go like literally – everywhere to find these frozen drinks i'm like i'm gonna have a massive hangover 
uh, because I kept drinking frozen drinks. And I was like, oh, let's go to Morocco because they have this really cool museum like on the side of the billion, like no building, nobody goes in there and it's a cool little museum and it's full of air conditioning. That shit was closed. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> we had to be outside forever and ever. It's miserable. It was so hot. Um, it must be so it was, hard being an It was so hard being an Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> but we did. Uh, oh, so then we ended up, I was like, okay, let's go over to China. Because I, I know that's open. And actually, I had never done Reflections of China. Have you ever done the movie? Like the Reflections of China in the big building? I I think so. I've done I've done most of them, but I just yeah, they make me so sick. Oh, because of like the the three sixty or whatever. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah, I can see that. So I had never done it and I was like, let's just go. I'm dying. I need to be in air conditioning. So we go in and I was fully fascinated by it. Like I was like, this is the coolest, like it kind of brought me back to the reason why I loved Epcot since I was a kid, because it just opens your mind to like new culture and like different things. I, I love that stuff. Like I just love learning about people's cu different cultures and you know, their landscape and shit like that. So like I'm sitting in this thing, <laughs> mind you, I was so hot. I unbuttoned my pants. <laughs> I'm sitting on the floor. I was like, I, I'm not standing. Cause you just stand in there. I was like, I'm not standing. I've been standing for how many days? I'm sitting on the floor. I sat on the floor. My pants were tight. I unbuttoned my pants. I don't care. It was in the dark. <laughs> I'm sitting there. Please don't really show up to the restaurants wearing ripped jeans and a tank top. But, but I'm, I'm going to do my, my pants. pants in the middle of the park. Hey, it was dark. <laughs> no one could see me. I was in the corner. And you couldn't see anything. Like, my shirt was covering it. Like, you couldn't tell I had buttoned my pants. And I buttoned, uh, I buttoned them back before I stood up, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was in, like, I was I was in need. I was, I was surviving, mode. not thriving, okay? <laughs> I was, it was just a struggle of my life. And so, um, it was really great. Like, I highly recommend if you're interested in Asian culture to go see reflections of China, it was really interesting. I really liked it. I, was like, I, I encourage you to go see reflections of China and, and take, take your pants, pants off. off. Maybe not. No, I didn't take my pants off. I just unbuttoned them. <laughs> 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 I didn't take them off. No one could tell. Um, I don't know if they did or not, but I told Brianne, I was sitting next to me. I was like, I unbuttoned my pants. <laughs> I was like, this is happening. This is where I'm at. I'm sorry. Um, and then we went, we were able to go back. Find we the, when you ever whenever you end a day at La Cava, like that's that's where we were. So we ended the day at La Cava. We were able to get in, get a table, again, air conditioning. God bless America. And so Brian and I were feeling frisky because, like, I feel like going to La Cava at the end of the day is a bad idea because you're already kind of drunk. So like, you are not aware of what you're spending. I shit you not, the two of us spent $200 in that place. On just two of us. Like, that's unnecessary. So we got, because, because. No, it's I know. it's fully you know me. Like, I'm like, oh, I like the special tequila they have. I love Santa Lagos. Like, can we have, so like we did, like we had a margarita. We got the chips and guac. Like, you know, they have the chips trio. Because La Cava in the Mexico Pavilion is a tequilaria. Those of you who are not familiar one of my favorite places in all of Disney world. Um, and like really the only food they have is just chips, salsa, guac, and queso really. Is that all you need in life? Truly. So we got that trio. 
I'm full. I know, right? The tree, the, the case. I mean, the, it's the queso, the guac, so amazing. So we got two things of that. We ate one, then got another one. Mind you, we have eaten through the whole country. Like, what the hell? And then, so we had one margarita. So I get the Siete Leguas tequila. It's my personal favorite tequila. They carry it there. It's very hard to find in the U.S. Uh, it's expensive. So we get one margarita. Then we're like, let's do shots. Okay, so we get like the te- like we get shots of it. Then we're like, let's get another marg. So we got another marg. Then we're like, okay, we have fast passes for fast for uh, Epcot Forever. Let's get a marg to go, dude. We were like like in a in a way when we left that place <laughs> like Dang. we were in a way and like we were very cool like because we like we had fast passes so you can get fast passes to see Epcot forever um the location of where it's at so if you're walking into um world showcase from future world it's like right up against those fences so that's where the fast pass is would i recommend it in the future mm. I think you can get better seats or better locations if you scout them out. I wasn't mm-hmm. like overly impressed with the location. I was like, oh, this is where we are. Okay. Like I thought the place, you know, where they had us for, where we went for the last uh, illuminations, last time we saw illuminations. I thought that was actually better than where we were for Epcot forever. I still, well, I guess I don't know about Epcot forever, but my illumination spot is still 19 yeah no i agree and and i don't i mean we don't know how long epcot forever is going to be here so i'm hoping i have other opportunities to see it in different locations i wasn't like overly impressed like i felt like i could have gotten that view like elsewhere um i hope i get a chance i hope you get a chance to see yeah because i mean they haven't put an end date on it and we don't know when harmonious is starting which is the next nighttime show so we shall see. But but did you enjoy the show? So yes. Yeah. So here's the thing about Epcot Forever. So here's what I love about Epcot Forever is the fact that they take – and I've talked about this before because I watched the Disney Parks blog live stream of the first night that they did Epcot Forever. Um, what I love so much about it is because, you know, I've grown up going to Disney. I grew up going to Epcot. It's always my favorite park. And I loved a lot of – they use a lot of the music from some of the old um, attractions that aren't there anymore. Um, so a lot of, like, really old stuff, like Horizons, universe, the old universe of energy, like the uh, the veggie, the veggie, veggie, food, food, like so many – like and the whole premise of it is the one little spark, which obviously I'm such a big figment nerd. To me, that's very meaningful. Um. I didn't know if they were having some like electronical glitches or electronic glitches. They were having some like issues with like the drones and the and the skidoos that they use to fly around stuff. So that was like an issue. I think like I still really I think I'm at that point where like I remember the first time I saw Happily Ever After, and like while I loved it, I was still really missing wishes. And I think like that was kind of still where I was yeah. at Epcot Forever. I love. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. The nostalgia for me was very important because these are all things. I had records of these when I was a kid, and I would listen to these songs all the time. Very important songs to me. So like, I was super into it. But like again, they end it with a whole new world, and I think it does bring up anxiety for me about like what this new Epcot's going to be like. And I'm like, I just hope they don't ruin the integrity of it. And I think that's what made me nervous. Like I was like into it. I think it was beautiful, but I was like, okay, so like. What is this going to be? <laughs> like it left me with more questions than answers. 
We'll see. I'm excited. The fireworks are beautiful. Um, you don't have 10 minutes of that globe that you can barely see. <laughs> so, you know, that's important to some people like my husband. Um, and I still miss illuminations, but I still think it was great because it was so nostalgic for me. Um, and I think I would like to watch it from a different location also. I didn't think the fast pass was, well, it might've been worth it just because, I mean, people know it's new. So everyone's like staying to watch. And people were lining up like really early to watch Epcot Forever. So it probably would have been difficult for us to find somewhere to watch it. But because there's no longer the globe, like you could pretty much watch it from anywhere. Because the globe is like the thing that was like hard to see from certain places. Like if you were behind a couple people, like you were struggling. But I don't know. I mean, yeah. Overall, I think the show is amazing. I love the tribute to Epcot, all the old shows. I could listen to I, – I almost wish they would make a soundtrack of that because I would listen to that all the time. <laughs> it's such a great – the score is just phenomenal. I hope if you're listening that you get to uh, see it because it's so good. I, I know. See I hope they're still in Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Oh, I have one more thing to talk about, and it's about the lift situation. Let me let me have a conversation again. This is called the Annie bitching hour. I'm so sorry. I do not mean this. I do not mean <laughs> to be so negative because honestly, like I had a very nice time and got to experience like really cool things. But sometimes I think just you take some more than they get you. <laughs> Which is surprising. So <laughs> we talked about this in previous episodes where Lyft is now the official rideshare company of Walt Disney World Resort. And so, as you know, Lyft does run the minivans and also runs just Lyft cars, like, throughout the park. It's, they're right. supposedly, like, ha- it's, it's easier to get a, a Lyft than it is to get Uber. And Lyft has um, special locations to drop you off as opposed to where Uber can drop you off, et cetera. So, I think Disney underestimated how much people would use, A, the minivan, and B, Lyft. Because it's gotten to a point now where you're waiting at least 10 to 15 minutes for a minivan or just a, just a regular lift. And it's really friggin' annoying. And I'm like, well, I might as well just take the day. That's a long yes, It's a time. very long time. And it's like, and it's not just like coming from the wall. Cause I could, I could kind of understand it because the Waldorf Astoria is a good neighbor. So I get that. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just from like park locations or, you know, from Disney Springs. Like it was crazy mm-hmm. like how long you had to wait i was like should i just take a bus at this point like i don't like i felt dumb <clears throat> you know what i mean because i'm waiting the same amount of time and it was when we were leaving hollywood studios the one night we had booked a minivan to take us back and a regular lift picked us up and because they were out of minivans so disney does this thing now where like if they run out of minivans then they defer you to a lift well, here's the issue. You're paying – when you get a minivan, it's more expensive than just getting a Lyft or a Lyft XL. So you're getting a Lyft XL but paying for the minivan. And I'm like, hold up. Yeah. Like, I'm not paying – and I still, I think I still need to resolve this because I keep forgetting to do it. I paid for a minivan and you're, you're sending over a Lyft XL. Now, minivans, granted, like they're like – 30 bucks at the at the least i'm like uh i got a lift excel it shouldn't be this much like wait because that's like their next command because lyft operates minivan 
And I was like, no, 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 no. You're, if you're sending me a Lyft XL, you're going to charge me Lyft prices. You're not going to charge me a minivan price. Like that just annoyed me. So just to keep in mind, if you guys are thinking about using minivan or even just Lyft on property, just know that everyone else and their brother is using it. And you need to prepare for that because you have to wait. Like at one point, like we were waiting so long, we got like coffee and like a pastry. Because you're just like sitting around waiting. It's weird. Because you just had like all the time to wait. Yeah, we were just waiting to for, for the driver to pick up because they're they just have not hired enough. I think they just underestimated they underestimated the amount of money that people are willing to pay to be in their own car. Because people will pay that. Because if anything, Americans are very unsocial. <laughs> Like no one wants to be I I don't want to be in a bus with other people like if I can avoid it so I I'm willing to pay that money and it seems like a lot more other people are willing to do that because the weight is ridiculous and I'm hoping that Disney does do something about it since they did make Lyft their official ride share but because I was like all excited to to you know I love a minivan so much (laughs) (laughs) but that was my trip it was a good time. Yeah, that was my trip, trip. Yo. But we have a very exciting episode for you guys next week. Yes, we are going to be recording on time. Don't get on our ass. We're very busy. This is not our only job. <laughs> <laughs> right. We got things we to do. Um, yeah. So <laughs> we have a very important, exciting. It's it's a very important episode next week. It's our one. It's our one year anniversary next week, guys. Oh, can it be already? And most podcasts, like the actual statistics, they usually don't last last between like one to six months. So we doing it, fam. We out, out here, here yo. Like we out here, we doing and, it, and like getting getting some really great download numbers. So we so appreciate y'all. We're mm. So excited! So it's gonna be a fun episode next week. Yes, we're gonna be on time for you guys. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere this weekend. You know Maybe, Maybe we, we will. Maybe we'll keep you on the edge of your seat. I don't know. <laughs> but we can't. So let us know, guys, what your Disney Plus experiences uh, are. Let us know on um, at NGE Pod on Twitter, um, at Never Growing Up Podcast on Instagram, uh, or our respective uh, Instagram handles. Let us know what your experience is because we're definitely going to talk about week one of Disney Plus on next week's episode along with our first year anniversary so we're so excited i'm excited i'm excited i'm so happy that i'm on this journey with you Brady. and it's been I so know, it's fun. Been awesome we're, we're so excited we can't wait to celebrate officially next week so yeah i gotta make dinner for my husband i hope he's upstairs i think he's upstairs and brought me I gotta make dinner for myself. I'm starving. I drank like half a bottle of soju and I need to uh, have some food. Not that I didn't drink enough this weekend on my on this wedding weekend. I drank my face off. God help me. My liver. God help it. You know, I swear to God. It's like, yo, what up? I'm still here. Like we're still here, sort of. (laughs) I'm really just hanging in there at this point. Please stop. Well, guys, I'm at Annie. I'm at Annie. I give up on this episode. I literally have. Okay. Hi. 
<laughs> I'm Annie at WDW Collective on Instagram. And with me, as always, for the past year, is my most wonderful co-host. Hi, guys. It's Brady at Brady Cam on Instagram. And this is the Never Growing Up Podcast, Hello. guys. We can't wait to talk to you next week. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye.